Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is uh, the podcast where me, Spencer, reads the book, and then I talk about the things, and I give you my personal thoughts and feelings and stories and connections and jokes and songs and things. Um, and there was... Oh, I also wanted to mention, if you are not aware, I don't know how often it's happened recently, but, you know, to be transparent, I will say that... Uh, I, I am left-leaning in my politics. I am also not a particularly religious person. I'm a spiritual person, but not religious. Uh, not that I have anything against those per se, but I am not that. So, you know, I'm kind of like middle of the road. You know, I'm just saying this so you, uh, if you didn't already know this, um, you get a bit of an idea of, you know, what the, this content is all about and what I'm going to maybe say about this content. Uh, you know, that being said, there's nothing except maybe sort of maybe one thing in here, but not really anything in this episode. Uh, it was just literally a thought that I had this morning and I'm recording it. So I wanted to say it so I don't forget. Although we are going to, yeah, there's, there is another word. Yeah. Um, and, uh, what else? What else? Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. All right, let's just talk about the words. The first word is cyano, cyanocobalamin. Cyanocobalamin. C-Y-A-N-O-C-O-B-A-L-A-M-I-N. Uh, you could also put an E at the end. Cyanocobalamin. Noun from 1950. It's a very long word. They spell it twice because of the E at the end, so it takes up a ton of space. But then the definition is very short. All it is is the number one definition for vitamin B12. That's it. Cyanocobalamin. And uh, let's see. This is from cyan plus cobalt. Cobalt? I think cobalt is also blue. And then also vitamin. So... Blue, blue, vitamin. Does B stand for blue in vitamin B? I don't think so. Hmm, interesting. Um, so my sound effect will be uh, something that will not make sense right away, but it will maybe make sense later in this episode. Sort of, maybe. Well, maybe just to some people. It is going to be... I know it's a bad sound, but it's just it's just something. The next word is... Cyanogen. We talked a lot about this in the last episode, so if you didn't hear that, go back. I didn't I didn't tell you anything. I didn't explain to you what it is because I didn't know what it is. I still don't. I'm going to learn about it now just like you. Cyanogen. Noun from 1816. 1. A monovalent group. And then it shows a hyphen and a CN capitalized, so that might be carbon and nitrogen but i don't know what the dash is before that but anyway it's a monovalent group present in cyanides and that's why cyanogen and cyanide were talked about together yesterday number two a colorless flammable poisonous gas and the, uh, the, the, the scientific 
letters and numbers is CN again, but this time it's in parentheses, and then there's a subscript 2, so there's it's CN twice. I don't know why it can't be C2N2. For some reason, there's a, there's a, there's a chemical reason, a chemistry reason why it's done this way. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know. Next is cyanogenetic or cyanogenetic. Uh, let's see. You can... Oh, it could be cyanogenetic or cyanogenic. You can take out the, the ET there. Phone home. Adjective from 1902. Capable of producing cyanide. And the example of that is as hydrogen cyanide. Capable of producing cyanide like in hydrogen cyanide. We have an example of how to use this word. A cyanogenetic glucoside. A cyanogenetic glucoside. I didn't know where to put the emphasis on any of those words. Cyanogenesis. Nope, that's not how you say that word. Cyanogenesis. That is a noun. So that would maybe be the, the production, the beginning of the production of cyanide. Next is cyanohydrin, or maybe just cyanohydrin. Uh, that part is spelled H-Y-D-R-I-N. Noun from 1925. Any of various compounds containing both cyano or cyano and hydroxyl groups. Cyano groups and hydroxyl groups, it's got them both. Don't know what any of it is. Next is cyanosis. Cyanosis. Noun from 1834. A bluish or purplish discoloration, as of skin, due to deficient oxygenation of the blood. So if your blood is not getting enough oxygen in it, it could be for a variety of reasons, your skin might turn bluish or purplish, and then you would have this condition called cyanosis, because cyan, cyano, it means kind of kind of blue. Cyanotic is an adjective. If you have cyanosis, you would be cyanotic. And this is from the Greek kyanosis, maybe, which means dark blue color, and that is that. Next is cyanuric acid. Cyanuric acid. So we have cyan, we have uric, and acid. So this is two words. Noun from 1834. A crystalline weak acid that yields cyanic acid when heated. It's a very weak acid, but then when you cook it, it yields or it creates cyanic acid. And the chemical chemical letters and numbers... I don't remember the name of that thing. It is. We have C3N3, in parentheses is OH, and then a 3 for the OH. 
Um, yeah, the, the etymology is just saying that we're combining cyan plus urea or urea. That is, uh, I think that has to do with, I think urea is in your urine. So it's something about that, maybe. We're changing courses here. This word is pronounced Sibylle. It is spelled capital C-Y-B-E-L-E, Sibylle. Noun from 1576. A nature goddess of the ancient peoples of Asia Minor. And uh, we will have to post a picture because she probably has got, I don't know, maybe leaves and branches and animals, something, just nature, just I like the idea of a nature goddess. That's it. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that there has been lots of art created for Sibylle. <sighs> Alright, now we are starting a new section with the word cyber. And we're gonna have a number of cyber words all the way into next the next episode. Um, and that is why I have chosen to do this very weird sound effect because when we first got the internet when I was a kid. We had dial-up. I'm sure there are some people who still technically have dial-up, but it's pretty rare. But yeah, dial-up is when you would literally use the phone, your phone connection, your landline phone, if you even, if you had, I mean, people had them. You don't, many people don't even have them today because so, you don't need it. But we used the phone connection to connect to the internet with a very slow modem, if you were if you had the 56k modem you you were speeding along you were fancy but a lot of us didn't have that at least not right away and you would have to you'd connect to the phone and it would make the dial sounds and then it would make this sound and uh, maybe I should put a, an audio clip of this whole thing in full. We had to wait a while. Maybe I should put the whole thing in there so kids today can hear what we had to go through if we wanted to connect to the internet. don't know how lucky you are all right so this this uh this word cyber it's an adjective from 1991 yeah that would have been about the time when we were getting the internet most of us i was 11 this is of relating to or involving computers or computer networks as of the internet as in the cyber marketplace a place to go to buy things on the internet. Uh, and it says it's just from the word cyber, which is a prefix, which is actually our next word. So did the prefix come before the actual word? That seems odd. <sighs> next is this cyber prefix. It means computer or computer network, as in, hoo-hoo, cyberspace. 
Cyberspace will be in tomorrow's episode. Ooh, I'm traveling through cyberspace. Sorry. Next. It is, it's not a good word. It is cyberbullying. Noun from 2000. The electronic posting of mean-spirited messages about a person, as a student, often done anonymously. Yeah, typically this is done by students against other students, all in the internet world, online. Um, I will lastly just say cyberbullying, or cyberbully is a noun or a verb. Um, but yeah, this has resulted literally in deaths, if you did not know this. I'm sorry to get uh, to get sad here, but this is a fact, and we have to talk about it. We're just not going to pass right by cyberbullying. There's regular bullying where people are, uh, where kids, it's not necessarily, it's not always kids, but it's often kids, are saying mean things to other kids, or in worst cases, physically attacking other kids. And then when the internet came around and there were things like instant messaging and social media eventually, then it became cyberbullying. And the physical, real-world bullying is still happening, which is terrible. Adults do this as well. But because because people can uh, be sort of anonymous, either literally or not, um, because they're not face-to-face, they feel like they're more anonymous. And uh, it makes people feel, you know, trolls, internet trolls. It makes people feel like they can just say whatever they want to say. Uh, I'm sure that if I haven't already, I will eventually get some cyber bullying because of this podcast and things I say. I don't care. Whatever. You know what? This is going to happen eventually anyway. Fuck you. Fuck you, trolls. Just, and cyberbullying, just, this is ridiculous why this is happening. Um, people feel like because they are behind the wall of the internet in their own little room that they can just say whatever they want. And there are people who have literally committed suicide because of it. And it does not make me happy. Can you tell? All right. Let's move on now to something completely different, but still in the cyber world. I have actually used used this thing it is there's the sound effect it is cyber cafe cyber cafe noun from 1994 i i i just want to know what is going through the kids who are listening the kids heads hearing what is a cyber cafe <laughs> and then we'll get to some other ones i'm sure that they will be confused about a cyber cafe is a cafe or coffee shop Providing computers for access to the internet. Because not a lot of people had the internet, somebody had the bright idea to go to a physical location, a cafe, where you can get maybe uh, a cappuccino and maybe a Danish, and you could hop on the internet. You can go cyber surfing in cyberspace. Um... I do remember going to one, not maybe necessarily a cafe, just a place to get on the internet because I was I was uh, I was traveling and I didn't ha- I was yeah I didn't I didn't have a like a home base so I needed to check my email and stuff. Anyway, yeah, cyber cafe. 
They might still exist in some places. Next is Cyber Citizen. Cyber Citizen. One word. Noun from also 1994. And the synonym for Cyber Citizen is Netizen. N-E-T-I-Z-E-N. So they what they did there was they took net from internet and combined it with citizen, and they are a netizen. So I would think that pretty much every person who accesses the internet in some way is a netizen. And then maybe also people who are playing those games that just are that they live in the internet world might also be netizens. How do you say that word though? Netizen or netizen? Netizen. I don't know. I don't care. Nah. <sighs> Cybernation is next. Noun from 1962. The automatic control of a process or operation as in manufacturing, by means of computers. And cybernated is an adjective. So it's not a nation. That's a, It's a little confusing. It's really the first part is cybern, cybern plus Asian because we're getting that part cybern from the word cybernetics, which we will get to in this episode. So it's cybern from cybernetics plus Asian. It's not a nation. It is not a country of computers. That doesn't make any sense. It's just the uh, the use of computers in manufacturing. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Next is Cybernaut. It's uh, not N-A-U-T, like astronaut, cosmonaut. And uh, this is a noun from 18... No, not the 1800s. Sorry. 1989. 1989. And again, we have the synonym netizen. Somebody who is on the internet is a cybernaut. They are exploring the cyberspace. <sighs> Next is cybernetician. Cybernetician. Noun from, this is an old one, 1951, a specialist in cybernetics. And yeah, again, we're going to get to that one soon. Somebody who's expert in cybernetics is a cybernetician. Relatedly, we have cyberneticist. Noun from 1948, three years before cybernetician. And the synonym is just cybernetician. It's the same thing. They just started using the word cyberneticist first, and then they went to cybernetician, and then I guess eventually maybe we went to cybernaut and cyber citizen and netizen. So what is cybernetics? <sighs> Man, that's killing my throat. It's that's our next word. Cybernetics. Noun from 1948. It is the science of communication and control theory that is concerned especially with the comparative study of automatic control systems. And that is the end of the sentence. 
and there's a very long parenthesis. So examples of these automatic control systems would be the nervous system and brain and mechanical electrical communication systems. So science of communication and control theory that's concerned especially with system with a comparable study. Hmm. Is this, are they talking about combining your your biological nervous system and your brain with computers, essentially? Is that what they're saying? We obviously have to post a link to more information about cybernetics in the show notes if you want to learn more. So this is from the Greek word cybernetes, or kybernetes, which means pilot or governor. And, oh, that is from kybernon, which means to steer or govern. And then some other stuff, like an E and a suffix. Um, hmm. Well, based on this information, it looks like just the word cyber might be from this Greek word or a related Greek word. It did not, it did not give us that before. Huh. Interesting. The, the, the cyber prefix did come from cybernetic, though, um, which, of course, came from kybernetes, the Greek word. So, yeah, it seems like it all comes from that, which is, huh. So, all of the cyber words that we have come from this idea of cybernetics. We just took the first part of it because it had to do with, I guess, computery kind of things. And I'm just talking this out loud to see if I can just gather why we use this word pretty much. Um, But this word, cybernetics, came from an old Greek word, which is really just steering, governing, controlling. Um, Yeah. So the word cyber really means, has nothing to do with computers. Not really. Not in the, the etymological sense. Hmm. It's blowing my mind, man. Uh, cybernetic or cybernetical, that is an adjective, and cybernetically is an adverb. Hmm, this is fascinating. We are changing things up. We're still in the cyber world. This one is cyber porn. Yeah, porn, P-O-R-N. Noun from 1992. It is pornography accessible online especially via the internet. I don't know why it says especially, though. Isn't it exclusively via the internet? You can't access things online without the internet. It's the same thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, nobody calls this cyber porn anymore. They did back in the day, but it's just, these days, that's just all where it is. It's just porn is porn is porn is cyber porn is porn. Uh, Yeah, that's that. The, many, many older people uh, have many stories of, oh, we had to wait minutes or hours just to download one picture. You'll hear comedians say stuff like that. The world has changed. Last word. It is cyberpunk. That's so cool. Cyberpunk. Noun from 1983. So this was before the internet really became a thing. 
before it got its hold on everybody. Number one, science fiction dealing with future urban societies dominated by computer technology. And uh, I think... I think we have to post maybe some examples, maybe either on social media or in the show notes. Maybe we need to find some examples of this type of science fiction. I think it sounds sounds kind of fun. Number two, for cyberpunk, an opportunistic computer hacker. Just looking for any opportunity to hack a computer. All right, so we had some words today. I shall read them to you. They were... Cyanocobalamin, cy- cyanogen, cyanogenetic, cyanohydrin, hail cyanohydrin, cyanosis, cyanuric acid, sibley, cyber, cyber, cyberbullying, cybercafe, cyber citizen, well, I don't know why these sound so weird now, cybernation, Cybernaut, cybernetician, cyberneticist, cybernetics, cyberporn, and cyberpunk. Well, I obviously had some very strong feelings about cyberbullying. Not sure if I want to pick that for the word of the episode. Um, let's see. There, there's some fun words in here. Uh, ooh, let's see. I don't know if I'm going to pick any of these more like chemical scientific words. Um, oh. Maybe we'll pick Sibley as the word of the episode because it's com- it's the opposite of a lot of these, this whole cyber world. I think we are all way too ingrained in that. I think there it has some, some pros and cons. Technology and the internet definitely has pros and cons. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm all about getting back to nature and, you know, living out in nature, being cool with that. But also, you know, we, I like the internet. I like being able to do this and put this out on the internet and, and interact with people over the internet. There's a lot of cool people out there. They're not all cyber bullies. In fact, most of them are not. Most of the people are cool. You're cool. And uh, yeah, just want to be, be more with nature in my life. I like that. Sibley. Sibley. I've, ha- I've heard this. I don't remember where, but I think I've heard this. Sibley is the nature goddess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is going to be the end of this silly episode. It's not that silly. It's no no more silly than Sibley or other things. Thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate it. Go, go tell some other people about it. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Goodbye.